Welcome back into the locker room. It is episode 50. It's an anniversary special, so it's been a while, but we're going to check back in with Martin Bauman, who is currently stranded in an airport somewhere in the Southern Hemisphere. That's right. I'm glad I could join you for the, the golden... I don't know. I don't know what the proper term is when it becomes a silver or a golden anniversary or whatever. But fifty I, is a big number. I think it's silver. That's nice. I think it's silver. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm in. I'm in Sydney right now, um, and trying to. Basically, I'm staring down the barrel of a, a nine-hour layover oh. between Flint, where we where we flew this morning, and uh, Bali, where we're flying to, sometime tonight. Uh, so killing a lot of time at uh, Uncle Ron's local pop shop right now. <laughs> Just trying to pass the time. So, you I guess this is one of the things about layovers. You can't really leave the airport, can you? Well, no. And See, so we were talking about this. Um, I think a great area for expansion for airports would be to have a movie theater in them. And I think I think it's been done some places, but I think that needs to become the new standard because right now, uh, the new Star Wars came out. I, I really can't remember. I don't know if you were big into that kind of stuff at all. I have the feeling that you're not as much of a Star Wars guy. Um, however, something like that would be perfect to watch or anything comes out. That's an easy way to kill two, three hours. Uh, but no, I'm stuck on Wi-Fi, which isn't the worst thing in the world. But I think that's, that's one thing because, yeah... Uh, it's it's a lot of a lot of time. It's awkward between how much time you have to actually leave. Do you bother to leave only to go back through security again? Right. So well, yeah. The, you need to the, make more fun things. The biggest hassle is going back through security. And you're right. I'm not a huge Star Wars guy. I did not see the one that came out. I think last year. I don't have any plans to see Rogue One. But you have a that's a great idea. If you're in a major center that deals with a lot of layovers and has a lot of um, flights coming through. Not every airport, but ones like a, a Sydney, I think they'd be very yeah. well served. The problem is I don't know where they're going to get the space to do that because they're already so cramped in, right? Well, that is problem. Otherwise, I'd say make them like the West Edmonton Mall. Toss in a mini golf course. Toss in, you know, spas. I'm sure there's many areas that could be improved, but but you're probably right. Space is um, is the problem there. Make it a destination to be a layover. Exactly. You could have a fantastic time. There's many ways. I think if you cut out half of the duty-free section, yeah, put in something of, of real value, I'd be more than willing to spend some money on, on something there. But um, I guess the question is, what do you put in there? So my question oh. for you, this is, uh, this is Wednesday, December 14th. And we're recording this. It'll be up tomorrow. So by the time, all these dates, whatever. Uh, it is currently with a wind chill minus 34 in Winnipeg. Uh, what's oh it in Sydney right now? Um, it's actually a cloudy day here. That's, that's another reason why we haven't left the airport. But I can still say with confidence we're probably sitting at 17, 18 degrees, which has in the last three months for me now become a chilly day uh, by comparison. So, um, yeah, it's... it's uh, very far from the minus 30s, but uh, not not the comfort comfort that I've become used to. Right, of 20 degree weather and uh, 25 plus. So you have spent the last few weeks, I understand, in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the past month, um, almost exactly. We did the 15th to the 15th, and 
managed to see both the islands. And oh my goodness, what a what a place! Um, I don't know how you are, Lord of the Rings compared to Star Wars. If you're more of a fan of Lord I've of the Rings, I've seen the movies and I've I've yeah. aware of, but I, and I've seen a lot of your Instagram photos of Hobbit holes or whatever. <laughs> it's everywhere here. You, it's um, it's super cool to see because half the time we've realized after the fact you'll go somewhere and then you'll realize later that that was a filming location. Uh, crack open a book of uh, Lord of the Rings and Hobbit filming locations and you'll see a place you've been and it just clicks in then. But the whole country is like that. Um, you see mountains, you see these hilly areas, you see just so much that reminds me of, um, of the movies, which is really cool. So for you, it was a lot of green space then? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the stereotype is sheep and hills and, and very green, and that's pretty true. Uh, but between the two islands, they've managed to pack a lot in. Uh, they have the snowy mountains in the south, they have volcanoes in the North Island, they have lakes, they have hot springs, they have um, really nice beaches too. It's, it's really pretty cool. The downside is um, to be on a major earthquake fault line not much to avoid there, um, but what a country. So you spent a month there. Obviously, you wandered around the countryside. You went and saw the Hobbit holes, Hobbit in all the stuff you wanted to do. What else of note did you accomplish in New Zealand? Any stories you can share with us? Yeah. Um, well, I um, realized that adventure sports really aren't for me. Um, we were in Queenstown, uh, which is... They bill themselves as the adventure capital of the world. It definitely, you'd say it's the adventure capital of New Zealand. Uh, so in the winter, it's a ski resort kind of town. In the summertime, uh, it's big for mountain biking. Yeah, you go there for skydiving or bungee jumping. I didn't have the the budget or really the, I guess, the bravery to do any anything like that. The but balls. They, they, the balls. Yeah, that's that's the word that I did have in mind at first. Uh, but they had a little rope swing over a creek, uh, which I thought would be a cheap minor thrill. Didn't have to pay anything for it. So I did that, and the first time over it was fine. We're talking like a five-foot wide creek here, really a stream. Uh, but the second time around, I wrenched something in my back, and I was in pain for a good couple days there. Um, which was unfortunate because right after that, we were en route to play disc golf. They had a, a free disc golf course there, which is sweet. Now, I don't oh. know if you played disc golf before. I have um, a little bit at camp. It was like, it's not okay. like a, a perfect disc golf course. Like, we didn't have the, the netting as holes. Yeah, yeah. We kind of just had trees that we're trying to hit, but the concept was the same. Yeah, this one did have that stuff, which was impressive. It's the first time I've ever actually used legit. Uh, those like sort of metal basket kind of right. stanchion yeah. looking things compared to a garbage can or something like that uh, that you might have done in gym class before. Right. Um, it was really cool and, and I what I didn't know about the sport is um, that they use different sized discs. It's, it's, it was explained to me almost like you'd have different clubs. Yeah, there's like your, a drive, uh, there's a driving disc. Peg. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is, of course, makes perfect sense but I would never would have thought of before. So I, I, went into it expecting to use the same disc we would use for Ultimate, uh, but turns out that it's not the best way of doing it. There's like smaller ones, there's weighted ones, um, 
a lot more strategy than I realized. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's crazy what people can do with those discs too. I've, I've seen highlights of people just chucking them a couple hundred yards and into the disc basket, yeah. whatever the hole is called. It's really it's one of those sports that you look at and you think, oh, that's got to be easy, right? It's just a frisbee, yeah. but yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, the people that can do it are incredibly talented, even though it is a thing that you don't really see much in Canada. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think there's potential there, though. It's uh, it's something that, having tried it now once, I'd, I would uh, certainly. I don't. I don't know if I'd go out of my way to find another disc golf course, but if I I'm in a, the same town as one. Did you fun. ever uh, the... have you ever played soccer golf? No, I think that would be even more up my alley, though, based on many more years of soccer than, than frisbee. Um, what's what's kind of the pitch for it? You're, you're just you're well, picking it and were you into a net or into a basket or what? Well, they had a little bit. I never played it, but it, there was a, a setup at Stone Tree Golf Course in Owen Sound. And I, I under, what I understand is the concept is you're playing it on the golf course. And okay. there are, I don't know, special hole set up. I, I think it's like a, there's a, a bigger hole to get it into. Uh, but for the most part, yeah, you're just basically playing on the golf course, but you're kicking a soccer ball instead. All right. Yeah, that sounds... Um, that You'd like that. You, I think you'd like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, um, I'm just trying to picture... How uh, like an eighteen holes would go? How long I don't think. Kind of I think it was. Go. It wasn't eighteen holes. I think they had it with, you know, probably like nine holes. Nine soccer holes were over the course of like three actual golf holes. Right. Something right. like that. Yeah. So it wouldn't take up the whole course, but yeah, something like that's neat. Um, I'm like you. I'm not big into adventure sports or anything like that. I'm not big into thrills. I like having my feet on the ground, for the most part. Mm -hmm. um, but I find it interesting that. You tweaked your back. Uh, I guess you're just getting old. <laughs> yeah, um, which is funny because some of the people that you meet uh, when I've been traveling, I I've been meeting people all different ages, but met a couple 18-year-olds, and, and one of them described my friend and I as being old, as 24-year-olds, and uh, that that cut right to the core. <laughs> they well, at 24. Along that line, uh, your beard uh, has to make you look years older, and it's gotten <laughs> out of control from what I've seen. Uh, yeah, three months in. Uh, no end in sight. Uh, not not giving up on, on this thing anytime soon. But it's not like you're uh, letting your, now, your hair, like your the top of your head, it's not like you're letting that get out of hand. You're keeping that normal, are you not? You're just letting the beard go. Uh, well, actually, I haven't, I haven't gotten a haircut either. Okay. So, I'm just, I haven't really done any maintenance. Uh, I mean, I'm showering still on a somewhat regular basis. Uh, but, uh, so you're kind of no half, haircut. you're kind of half cast away right now. Yeah. Yeah. Not full Tom Hanks, but, but kind of getting there. Uh, and it will be interesting because this is sort of the turning point for, uh, what I've done before. I've done three months before, but I haven't done more than three. So this will be uncharted waters going forward to, to see how long a beard can grow in five months time so you're off to where now where are you about to fly to you said indonesia yeah yeah indonesia for a week uh it's the start of the southeast asia trip for two months so there first and then to cambodia then thailand for new year's and then 
uh, Laos and Vietnam and Hong Kong to round it out uh, by mid-February. Back in time for NBA All-Star Weekend, though, which uh, I'm quite happy about. So you're hitting um, a bunch of flags over the next couple uh, weeks, I, yeah. or I guess two next two months, basically. You're, you're picking off a bunch of spots. And I may gain a, a good bit of weight in that time. I think uh, <laughs> eating is going to be a significant part of the, the traveling experience in those countries. So. so it hasn't been to this point? Well, yeah, it has. I guess it has been, but uh, in different ways. We, <laughs> I keep on finding, uh, my friends and I keep on going to McDonald's. Oh, uh, come on. Just about every city. Can't say no to the ice cream there. Okay. Well, I guess when it's that uh, hot so it's out, actually, yeah. It's, it's been a back and forth between McDonald's and Burger King uh, for ice cream. And what you'll notice, because you're going to Australia next month, yep. if I remember correctly, um, it's called Hungry Jacks here. I don't know. If, I don't know if we've gone over that before. I think you pointed uh, that out. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, but we've been going back and forth between the two uh, for ice cream and and for the best deals. Uh, and frozen cokes too, or just frozen Ooh. drinks in general, which is a lot like a Slurpee, but okay. they're, I think because it's summer, they're doing a lot of pushes around it, so they're selling them for a dollar. Okay. Uh, so a lot of one dollar frozen cokes. So frozen, it's like our dollar drink days, basically. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, same sort of thing, but you're getting a Slurpee instead for any size too, which mm-hmm. I think is okay. even better than just a soft drink. Sure. So you go yeah. 15,000 kilometers just to have mcdonald's and burger king <laughs> yeah it's kind of sad uh how that happens but it's i think honestly it's because they have i guess you know what you're getting for one but it's the wi-fi partially um not having a data plan here you mm. rely on places where you can connect it and they've got wi-fi and they have cheap cheap food so that's, that's been uh, the cuisine so far also domino's really uh, has five dollar pizzas here which is fantastic. But is the pizza um, better than here? Because the pizza here isn't very good. Yeah, actually, see, I would say it is. Uh, Domino's for me back home, I put that as almost the very bottom of the totem pole of pizzas. Absolutely. Uh, it's my last resort, I would say. Uh, but the $5 pizzas here are pretty good. Uh, I mean, it's almost the same price as you're paying for a frozen pizza if you're going to make it for yourself. So you might as well go with one that's actually made in a pizza oven. Um, and yeah, for five bucks, it's not a bad meal. Uh, the size is all right. You're not you're probably going to go through the whole thing, at least if you're me. Uh, you're going through the whole thing. Um, but it's worth it. Is not someone building a house behind you? Uh, what you're hearing was probably a trolley being pushed along uh, okay. the corridors of the, the airport. It's a busy, busy place. Well, you're in Sydney's airport, so I imagine there's a few people just walking around. Yeah, yeah. Just a few. So what um, What would you say the highlight of your New Zealand portion was? Was it the Hobbit stuff? That was part of it, but I'd say definitely the highlight uh, for me is one place we went to uh, called Mount Cook, which I'm, I'm pretty confident is New Zealand's highest mountain. It's definitely the highest mountain in the South Island, uh, but uh, it's gorgeous. You can do some really nice hikes around there, and one that uh, we did was go from place called oh, Lake Tekapo, and we drove in and, and went past another lake, and then there's this hike that you can do through Hooker Valley uh, to a glacier. It's maybe a two and a half hour hike round trip, uh, but you're going across these suspension bridges and right into the heart of the mountains, and snow peaks all around you, which is really cool to see, especially 
at this time of year when you don't quite expect it. Uh, we're coming into summertime here, but just gorgeous, gorgeous countryside. Um, I think Milford Sound might have been more memorable had there been good weather. Uh, but yeah, I'd say New Zealand-wise, the hikes, uh, Mount Cook was definitely the hike that stuck out to me the most. Would it be unfair to ask if Australia is better than New Zealand? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, I think they're, I mean, they both have their, their own things to offer. Uh, Australia definitely has got more beaches than New Zealand. I, I don't think there's any argument there. Um, and I'd say it's much more of a nightlife oriented than New Zealand. But you really can't beat the hiking in New Zealand and some of the more outdoorsy stuff. So I think it's it's just kind of a toss up between what their strengths are. Uh, I've heard a lot of comparisons between Australia and New Zealand being a bit like Canada and the USA, where uh, USA is the much more populated, relatively speaking, Canada, and then Australia being much more populated than New Zealand. Kind of Canada, New Zealand feeling like the the little brothers, so to speak, and, and always feeling like they're in a bit, a bit of their shadows. Um, people can't have trouble with discerning accents sometimes between Australia and New Zealand and Canada and USA. So I think there's a bit of a bit of that there. Um, and you might see it personality-wise too. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I don't I don't know. It's hard to choose between right. which one I like more. So these nine hours you're spending here in this airport right now is that the last you're going to be in Australia? Uh. Yeah, I think it is, uh, because from now on, we're, I mean, we do have some more connecting flights, but they're in Southeast Asia. So yeah, this is it for Australia, said goodbye to New Zealand, and uh, yeah, it's uh, back to, almost back to the Northern Hemisphere soon. Once, uh, once Bali's out of the way, everything else is right. above the equator again. Are you at all thinking yet about what happens after you get home, or are you still focused on the present? Uh, just thinking a little bit now. I think it can't help but creep into, into your head as far as uh, just thinking about what you're going to do when you get back. Uh, I mean, the, the, the job search will, will come and uh, see where that takes me. Uh, but, but mostly just uh, thinking about the trip right now. Uh, mostly, the, I guess the things that I think about when I get home are people I get to see again, the food I get to have again, uh, and just kind of the comforts of home, which would be nice. Uh, have you are you going home for holidays sometime soon, or yeah, what's your, yeah. your Christmas so like? For me, it's kind of a whirlwind the next few weeks. My dad was just in town to visit because he has vacation days to burn. So that was huh? uh, we didn't do much, but basically he paid for a number of nice meals. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, saw a steak dinner with very little greens on the plate. <laughs> yeah, well, there was a salad. There was a salad beforehand, okay? okay? And then yeah, there was yeah, a 22-ounce okay. yeah. porterhouse. <laughs> yeah, it looked fantastic. Yeah, with wine. The only time I'll drink wine is with steak, I guess. Um, it was delicious. It was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and then on Christmas Eve, I work the 4 a.m. news shift. And then I fly out that afternoon. All the football is on that day because it's a Saturday and Christmas Day is a Sunday. So pretty much all the football is on that day. I'll fly out after the okay. early games are done. Uh, and then I will fly back to Winnipeg on the Tuesday evening. Yeah. Work. I'll work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Fly back to Toronto that Friday. So that's the 30th of December. <laughs> 
And then I'm coming yeah. back to Winnipeg on Tuesday, January 3rd, flying to yeah. Australia on Monday, January 9th. From Winnipeg or from Toronto? From Winnipeg. Yeah. Okay. Man, that's a lot of flights. It is a lot of flights. Yeah, uh, it is. They were not. Uh, they were not cheap. No, I can imagine. When, um, I, when I was given what, this. Your, eh? Sorry, no, I didn't mean to cut you off there. I was gonna say, uh, it was just the way the scheduling worked out for me, where they gave yeah. me Christmas Day off and New Year's Eve, New Year's Day off. So those are, I got right. like, I got like three days off, but Monday, Tuesdays are my weekends anyway yeah, yeah. so it just so happened that it was broken up like that so i i shelled out for that extra flight back home for new year's <laughs> because i would have been just miserable sitting here for four days by myself yeah what, what's your flight like from winnipeg you must have some connecting oh yeah somewhere along the way so i'm leaving winnipeg at 4 37 p.m central uh mm-hmm. to vancouver I believe the layover in Vancouver is about four hours, and then yep. and then it's direct to Sydney from there. Okay. Um, have you been to Vancouver before? No, I've never been west of Winnipeg in Canada. Well, that's a lie. Port- hey. uh, Regina. I've been to Regina now. Yeah. Um, yep. That's the farthest yeah. west in Canada I've been to. Okay. Yeah, but it's a bummer that the layover is too sh- so short like that. It's the same as what you're Probably. dealing with right now. I'd love to leave and go walk around a little bit, have dinner out somewhere, but... I no, I can't. <laughs> right. Um, what you? What about your return flight? You going back through Vancouver again, or yeah. is that through? Yeah, it's else? through Vancouver, then to Calgary, then to Winnipeg. Yeah. Okay. So well, I, I, maybe I, one of those layovers is friendlier, or or at least you get to say you've been there. Yeah, well. I get to say I've been to their airport. I mean, I hope at some point mm-hmm. I can go to those cities and actually, you know, have a week. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I got lucky with the flight times, but by lucky, I also mean I paid more because I would rather spend eight less hours on a plane and spend a few extra hundred dollars. I think that's a trade I'll make every time. Yeah. Yeah. What was your flight like to Uh, Sydney? um, This morning? No, from overseas. your, Your original flight from Canada. Okay. Okay. So that was to Melbourne. Um, but um, it was it was bad. It was thirty eight hours of transit. Yeah. Time see, total. I'm no. Now, just, no way I'm doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Winnipeg helps you out a little bit. And also, mine was three flights instead of two, so you got me uh, beat there because I had to connect in Los Angeles and then in New Zealand. For you, though, the difference between you and I is that when you're going over for. I'll, I'm only going for three weeks, so I've got precious time. Yeah. So I'll pay the extra money. Whereas you're, you've got a lot longer. So yeah. if it's gonna save you some money, it might actually be the yeah. sensible thing to do. Yeah, I was looking at the cheapest option possible. I'm sure. So um, direct didn't really enter the equation. It was no, more just no less less money. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I'm I'm. Yeah. Uh, working on planning out what I'm going to be doing while I'm there. Obviously, Australian Open is one thing. I'm going to try to see um, a cricket match if I can because I feel like if I'm there, i got to see a cricket match. I don't know if you ever saw a yeah, cricket yeah. match. No, I didn't. Um, and I think that would be a lot of fun to see. Although, depends on, I guess, the, the style, how long they go on for because there's all... I, there's, I don't know. I mean, somebody who's a cricket expert could obviously go into a lot more detail, but I think there's a few different 
kinds. And yeah. It all depends on how long the game's actually We're not last. going to a 48-hour test match, no. Yeah, I, I think T20 is might be the, the faster version, but okay. I don't quite know. I'll, fig- um, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, I'm jealous about the Australian Open, though. That That's um, definitely something that I would love to do sometime. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing would have been cool to see Aussie rules football, but I'm, I'm very doubtful that that season would have started up already because it just wrapped up yeah, when it, I got there. Right, yeah, so I, I might be out of luck for that one. But I, I'm gonna. I think I, I can see a cricket match. Uh, I, I'm gonna try to go to the opera house. Yeah. Because I mean I'm there. Uh, I might actually see an opera, even though I won't understand it. I just feel like it. If you're gonna see an opera one in your life, why not do it at the uh-huh. Sydney Opera House? That's a perfectly uh, good way of thinking of it. So you're gonna go to both Melbourne and Sydney then. Yeah, well, I'm going to spend the bulk of the time in Sydney. Basically, the one weekend, yeah. my friend and I are just going to make a weekend trip to Melbourne. Mm, okay. And then the rest of the time, either spent in Sydney or kind of driving yeah. around, like going to some beaches north of the yeah. city, I think. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. You've got some great options. We were going to go to the reef, but my friend Holly was uh, worried about jellyfish. I guess they're bad this time of year, and people have been killed by jellyfish, so maybe we're not going to go to the reef now. <laughs> Might be wise. It is jellyfish season, uh, so well, yeah, be that's, correct in that. I mean, I'm okay. I mean, I'd like to see the reef, but apparently, it, you know, before it's dead forever. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. a matter of um, if I'm willing to not deal. You know, will you die my, for it? Will I die? F- yeah. There you go. Is will I? <laughs> am I willing to put my life on the line to see some underwater, colorful yeah. things? And the answer is probably no. Considering I'm not a big fan of open water anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went snorkeling once in Mexico, and I kind of was a little bit scared, even though we were, like, right beside the boat. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not big in, on open water. So we'll see if, yeah. what we do about that. But other than that, I, I mean, I'm going to a place where it's super hot, so obviously spend a lot of time on the on the beach would probably be one thing. Uh, Pokemon Go, yeah, uh, I, I, I still, I'm still playing. Um, the only thing about go, do, playing it down there is... The same thing you mentioned with Wi-Fi, because I'm not going to have a data plan, oh, probably. Yeah. Definitely notice some places where um, where there are Pokestops, because you'll see people on their phones mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, it's, it might be worth it uh, to get just a little bit of data, because it's, I mean, anywhere other than Canada, it's way cheaper. So you might find that you can buy a cheap SIM card and a little bit of data and it won't set you back too much if it's that important to you otherwise you can get by with wi-fi no problem it the honestly it's not that important um (laughs) yeah it's just i want to catch a kangaskhan that's all that's all i want is that one only available in australia this area yeah it is oh Oh, so there are region exclusive pokemon and that's the one to that area so i gotta catch that while i'm down there and what does canada have uh, um, Taurus. Taurus. Taurus is uh, North America. Okay. Yeah. And then Farfetch'd is Japan, and Mr. Mime is Europe. Huh. For whatever. I, I get the Mr. Mime yeah. thing because mimes, but the Farfetch'd, I don't. I, there's no correlation yeah, there. Yeah, I get that one either. I get the Tauros a little bit, kind of like the wild buffalo sort of thing. Yeah, that no, that makes sense uh, too. I, I get that. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, I guess before I let you go, any advice for me? Because we probably won't talk again before I go to Australia. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be a, <laughs> going to be a big spokesman right now. I'd say the $1 frozen Cokes are uh, fantastic. 
as many times as you can get them, whether you choose to spend your money at McDonald's or, or Hungry Jack's. Uh, I think they're always a, a welcome treat. In Sydney, you're going to have um, great choices of beaches to go to. I would definitely recommend the Bondi Beach to Coogee Bay Walk, or you can do it the other way around. It's a really nice coastal walk. And then the Blue Mountains is another place I would suggest you go. And you can get there by train for under $10, like a return ticket to and from. Uh, and there, it's just a totally different uh, experience than Sydney. You're you're in mountains, and uh, it's where um, a landmark called the Three Sisters is. If you're interested in that, but okay. yeah, I I could uh, I'm sure bombard you with all kinds of things <laughs> for Sydney. So but you'll you'll have a good time. Wear sunscreen, yeah, and uh, yeah. and experience um, goon at least once. Is see, there see how uh, I feel like it? Is there anything you wish you knew going into Australia that you could perhaps warn me about? Well, I think it won't be a problem for you based on the time of year, but I was going to Melbourne and thinking I was going to be warm, uh, and that was not the case. It was a lot colder there, but you're going to be there. I mean, peak summertime, and uh, yeah. it's got a reputation for being pretty hot at that time of year, so I think you're going to be just fine there. Yeah, I think uh, I'm going to roast. Other than that, it's, it is expensive here, especially uh, beer is expensive here, okay. so you kind of have to, uh, I guess... Do more with less, or right. uh, or pick your moments, I guess. I'm just looking at the uh, weather app for Sydney right now. It is 18 there right now. Um, yeah. And then yeah, yeah. Saturday it's going to be 31. It's going to be in the 20s or it's it jumps around a lot. You got 23, 31, 19, 22, 31. Uh, and then yeah, and then Winni- here's Winnipeg's uh, minus 18, minus 21, minus 25, minus 24, <laughs> minus 17, minus one. Oh wow! So we've I've got to bear the till Tuesday, and then we get back to normal temperatures. But until then, holy hell! Yeah, and deep snow too, or is it no, just cold? No, no, we got a bunch of snow a week ago, and that's it, right? Once it gets this cold, yeah. it's, it's too cold to snow, right? Snow guess, can't develop, yeah, so it's sunny and cold. Whereas back home in Port Elgin right now, they got dumped on today. Right. So, yeah. I know they had to close one of the the major highways there. So. Um, yeah, yeah. But in a month, I'll be away from the snow. I'm always, I want, I really want it to be like deep freeze when I leave, just so I can say when I got on a plane, it was minus 31. And when I got off a plane, it was like 41. Yeah. Just the biggest, <laughs> the biggest possible temperature shock change you can oh, imagine. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe that wish will be granted yet. You'll, you'll see. And you might come to regret it too when you're stepping into 41 degrees Celsius. No, you're probably right. And all of a sudden, just. My entire body turns to sweat. Oh, just melt. Yeah, there are there were days when I, like you're not even moving, and I was just breaking a sweat uh, because it was that hot. But that, that's more north though. That's like uh, Cairns area, Queensland. Okay. But but Sydney too, I'm sure. All right. So what? Uh, how much time do you have left before your flight, and what are you going to do to kill it? Oh, I've got another three and a half hours, and um, I know at some point I'm going to the food court and getting. Some Chinese food. Um, otherwise, so you're getting Chinese trip food. planning. So you're doing chi- you're getting Chinese food from an Australian airport before you go to Asia. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know. It's. Uh, Can you try to be at least a little bit cultured, man? Come on. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm bracing myself for. I mean, it's it's all going to be different. The Chinese. Oh, I know, food, I know, uh, I know. The Indonesian cuisine. Yeah. Um, 
it's, it's what I've got a craving for right now, so I'm going to go go fill it. Satisfy that craving. All right. Martin Bauman, uh, I'll let you go. Have fun in uh, Eastern Asia. We'll catch up with you at some point when the Wi-Fi is good and you've got time to kill. But uh, in the meantime, safe yeah. travels and uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, etc. Yes, uh, as I said last year on uh, on the radio, tits the season to be jolly. So tits uh, the season. Yourself, uh, <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> bye bye. So long and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it should come to this. We try to warn you all, but oh dear. You may not share our intellect, which might explain your disrespect for all the natural wonders that grow around you. So long, so long and thanks.